Hey, welcome to the Jesus, Sex, and Politics podcast. I'm Micah. I'm Nathan. And here we talk about all the things the culture doesn't want to talk about. And that might scare you. Welcome to the Jesus, Sex, and Politics podcast. I'm Micah. And I'm Nathan. And here we talk about all the things culture doesn't want to talk about. That will scare you. <laughs> hey, so today we've got a good show. Uh, we want to... We want to talk and address the issue of capital punishment. So that's something that, you know, maybe it has been in the news lately, hasn't been in the news. Like it's, But it seems like it's an issue that will come up every, every now and then. And we want to give you a perspective, a biblical perspective. What does the Lord think about capital punishment? Is it right? Is it wrong? Is it kind of whatever the law says it is? Is there any morality, immorality to it? Um, and so that's what we're going to dive into today. Um, so, so Nathan... Being a you know pastor, you you know God's word probably better than most people I know. Probably better than maybe outside of your mom and oh yeah, I mean who could stand up? Against I mean mom your mom, and dad? she know yeah they both Holy know a lot of scripture. Cow. So but like I would say you're you're close second or well, third. That's awful kind of you. Yeah, right? well, yeah. I don't know as much as I want to know. Let's say that. <laughs> can you know? Can you ever know enough? Not when it comes to the Bible. No, the Bible no. says that uh, we'll we'll be in heaven and we'll be learning every kind of new thing about Jesus and we'll never get to the bottom of it's amazing. of Christ. Wow. It's awesome. Yeah. I I um I remember uh Mike, do you do you play video games? Like oh, yeah. do, do, were, are, Dude, I've got in my office at the church, I've got a Nintendo yeah, system set I know, up. I see it. I see it, but I never see you on it, which is a good thing probably <laughs> during office hours. But um the It's cuz one of the controllers is broke. <laughs> I got to get a new controller. So uh so I I actually like games like uh Call of Duty, you know, first person shooters. Yeah. And um, I like those um but my my Call of Duty is Contra. So oh, Contra back in the yeah, day. Oh, that's yeah. What that I play, man. I love old. Contra. I remember that. Love Contra. Um okay, so I I would have people say, you know, you play these violent video games, Pastor Nate, especially when I was in youth ministry, they they ask, "How can you do that? It's killing." And I went uh, no, not exactly. You know, there, uh, the, the, I, I remember this, this kid, we're playing on Xbox Live. And, uh, by the way, I don't ever allow Xbox Live to just like let me hear everybody that's on Xbox Live anymore because the, the, the unbelievable cussing is like you could not imagine. It would make general. <laughs> George S. Patton blush. You know, it's terrible. And so, anyway, uh, this kid is on there. He's playing, and I mean, they're just swearing, and they're just doing, and we're, and I'm playing this game and having to listen to these kids. And this kid goes, you know, I have no idea how a Christian could ever play this game because it has, it has, it has killing in it. And I go, and I kind of spoke up. I hadn't said anything. And I said, you know, um, actually, I'm not just a Christian. I'm a pastor. And I play this game. And they went, what? And are like, how's that possible? And I said, because, because this is a war game. And they said, what? I said, um, you, you think the Bible says thou shalt not kill. The Bible actually says thou shalt not murder. And there's a difference. What you don't understand is that is that this is not, killing and murder are not the same thing. One is premeditated and comes from a heart that is motivated by hate. Another 
is killing. And there's three different ways that you can kill and it not be sin. The first one is war. You, you can kill in war and it not necessarily be sin because it's covered under the state. It, it's kind of like state self-defense. The second is actually self-defense, which if you had to kill, it, it's, it's, you, you, you don't necessarily go to prison for defending yourself if you did it lawfully and in, and in the right way. And finally, there's this other thing called capital punishment. And that, too, is not murder. And I think a lot of people don't understand this, Micah. And they really just read their, their translation of the Bible. It says, thou shalt not kill. And so that's all they, 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 they think about it. But it, there's more than that. And that's why it's really important that we read the Bible and, you know, understand what those original languages are saying. Yeah. My grandparents were uh, missionaries to Japan after World War II. And they uh, they saw the devastation of war, and they were Mennonite missionaries. Mm-hmm. So they by by nature they were pacifists, and they didn't they didn't in any way, shape, or form ever want to kill. Um, so uh, humans, uh, they didn't have a problem killing animals, um, mm-hmm. uh, but but they would just in killing human life, taking human life of any sort was was uh, an atrocity. And I think I I I see where they're coming from to to an extent because they saw the devastation of the atomic bombs. Mm-hmm. Right? And and just what World War II, which is, you know, one of the I think most um easiest to understand truths of our of our world is that war is hell. Mm-hmm. I mean, I God's heart was never for war. He doesn't he doesn't wish war mm-hmm. war to war to happen. That was never his design, but he's ordained it. And he's and he's called us to take up arms and defend the defense the defense defenseless and to defend our nations and when 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 the cause is just and so I always believe in this just war kind of mindset and I would have conversations with grandma and grandpa they've passed away now but um, I'd have many conversations with them and they would just adamantly believe that they no time is it ever permitted to kill and then and I would bring this up to say well the the original text of the scriptures doesn't say thou shalt not kill it says thou shalt not murder and I would even ask the question grandma grandpa who are the first who's the first being to kill in this earth it was god it was god yeah god kills the animal that has to you know cover over uh over adam and eve's yeah uh adam and eve's sin yeah. right and and clothe them. Not only that, uh, did you ever think about the fact that there were two angels, or there was an angel with a flaming sword that kept Adam, Adam and Eve, Eve from coming back going in? Back. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Who's the inventor of the sword? Yeah. Right. Exactly. That would be God. That, yeah. Right. And what we get is, um, you know, we we get a, a a place where people go off of what God wanted, and wickedness increases in the earth. To the point that God has to destroy it with water. Yeah. What was that? For God to destroy the entire earth with water and just save eight people out of it. What was that? It was worldwide capital punishment. Mm. Yeah. I mean, think about that. That's crazy. And he did it. Yeah. He comes out of the, the uh, when, when, when the uh, Noah and his family come out of the ark. And where we get the rainbow story as a token thereof to remember that I am never going to again destroy the earth with water like this. And he he says, he that sheds man's blood 
by man shall his blood be shed. So, so what he's doing right there is he's saying, I am now giving authority to the government to do what I just did, essentially, right? Right. Yeah, so he's saying- exactly what, yep, this is now your job to do it. I took care of it. It was so out of hand. Mm -hmm. It had to have me intervene, Yeah. right? And I did it. I did it by water. I'm never going to do this again like this. Yeah. But I, but, but in order to stop the atrocity of wickedness Mm -hmm. in the world, Mm -hmm. you have to do this. Yeah. And you have to establish government in such a way that you hold people that don't value human life accountable and do this, take their life from them. Mm. Because when you take a person who does, you take the life from a person who does not value human life, what you do is you re, you, you tell all society how important human life really mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Right. And we're going to say this person is never going to be able to do this again. So if you don't, if you're not a society that has capital punishment, you're very likely to be a society that doesn't value human life. Absolutely. And that's what we see. Yeah. Right. Um, now at some point the Catholic church goes off and they go, okay, we're not going to have capital punishment. Uh, I don't know exactly when that that took place, um, but I think it was a mistake. And I think they light up like the Colosseum because so many Christians were killed in the Colosseum. I think they light it up in such Mm -hmm. a way that that's supposed to remind you that they're against um, capital punishment. Um, Capital punishment was a very practiced thing in American history. Mm -hmm. Why? Because it, 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 uh, you, you have to, you know, if the officer carries not the sword in vain, what does he have the sword to do to, to destroy workers of iniquity? We had, a um, Sheriff Quickenbush. Yeah. A couple um, weeks, weeks ago. Weeks ago. Yeah. Right. And he wanted to bring up capital punishment whenever we were just, just talking before the show, because he knows you address something like that. You cause the fear of God to come on other people. Yeah. Like I've often wondered, Man, what would happen if if a governor just decided in one day we're going to take everybody who's had who's been convicted, they're on death row, they've had appeals, and we're going to wipe them out on the same day? <laughs> now, just think about that for a second. Now, that yeah. might sound crazy. Yeah. Do you think crime goes down in that state? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Okay. And so what do people come back and say is the argument? You don't get to play God. Only, hey, Nimrod. God told us to do it. Yeah. He told us to play God. I did it here. I'm God. Yeah. And now I want you to do what God did yeah. in order to show people that you value human life. We can kill babies in the womb. We have no value for human mm-hmm. life. If we can't protect babies in the womb, good grief. Where is that? Should be the safest place in the world, mm-hmm. protected by the strength of our society. Yeah. Um, so let's go back to kind of this idea of just war. So you, you know, let's look at with, when it comes to just war, this is one of the things I would talk to grandma and grandpa about a lot is I would say, grandma, how do you justify then in your mindset, you don't believe that war is ever just, how do you reconcile that with what God told Joshua to do? So let's look at Joshua. When he says, Joshua, you need to go into Jericho and you're taking the army, the military of the Israelite people, and you're going to wipe out this town, this city. 
and you're going to kill every living thing. Every living thing, man, woman, and child. Think about that for it's a second. not the only order uh, at Jericho. That also happened when Samuel, uh, uh, when, oh, when, when Saul, Saul yeah. was told to kill. I always get it confused whether it's the Amorites or the Amalekites, but it's one of those guys. Yeah, yeah. Their sin was so wicked, God said, eliminate them from the earth. Yes, yep. So here we, so here we are with Jericho. Um, and, and so we see this and, um, and so that they go in and they, they wipe out Jericho and I'd ask grandma, I say, grandma, this is the same God. And she said, well, that's old Testament. That's old Testament. We follow what Jesus says in the new Testament. Okay. Well then I've got one for grandma. Yeah. Okay. And she's dead. So be nice to her. Okay. Be be nice to grandma. Okay. (laughs) But, but there's a story that, that Jesus tells that he says, those who would not rule, uh, have me rule over them, bring them here and slay them before me. That's New Testament. <laughs> That's Jesus. Okay? I, and so, holy cow, what is going to happen when Jesus returns? He's got a two-edged sword. That comes out of his mouth. He yeah, slays probably, the enemy with the word out of his mouth. But it's probably going to be nice. Oh, wait a minute. Is gonna... it going to be nice? Because the Bible says in the book of Revelation, there's going to be blood up to the horse's bridle. You're talking. What is? How far is, is that? Are we? I'm not. I'm sure these aren't miniature. Got to be a metaphor. They're not miniature horses. No, these are. There is death. The grapes of wrath. Maybe they're real grapes. <laughs> there Maybe is, it's just. There's an unbelievable amount of death in Jesus' return. <laughs> unbelievable. And if uh. that, if it is that killing any human at any point is sin, then God is a great sinner. Yeah. That's right. God has had the earth open up and swallow people. Yeah. So if it is that any killing is wrong, then God doesn't deserve to be God. So so with Joshua, going back to this example, I would bring up too that the person that told Joshua and that gave this command to is Joshua God. is God. So we see well, and this is this is the this is the context. So Joshua was he was out uh, away from the camp one night, and he and he meets us. He meets he comes across the path of a of a of a stranger, a military, someone in the military, the angel of the Lord. And it, but it was the angel of the Lord. And Joshua says to the angel, he says, "Hey, are you for us or are you against us?" Okay, now stop one yes. second as you go on yeah, with yeah. the story. It's very important that as you read the Bible and you understand, it, the angel of the Lord is not the same as an angel mm-hmm. of the Lord. Right. Okay. An angel of the Lord is a is a messenger, uh, a ministering spirit. They're the angels. But the angel of the Lord, when you see that, that's what you refer to as a Christophanes in scripture. So this is not just an angel. Mm-hmm. This is... Uh, and a Christophanes is an appearance of Christ in the Old Testament. Yep. So this is really so it's pre-incarnate this is Christ, Jesus. right? Yeah. Exactly. And so, so Jesus. And here's how you know this too, because some people be, oh no, that could it could mean an angel, like an actual angel, the angel, an angel. But Joshua, Joshua, something happens then when when yeah. this when this angel responds to Joshua, he says, "I'm not on your side, and I'm not on the enemy's side. I'm on my side." Well, think about that for a second. What angel of the Lord, an an angel, would say, I'm on my side? No angel would ever say, I'm on my side. They would always say, I'm an angel sent. I'm on the side of the Lord of hosts. And the Lord says this. Lord of hosts, right? right? Mm -hmm. I serve the Lord of hosts. So there's that aspect. Then Joshua, then the angel says, take off your your shoes because you're on holy ground. And Joshua falls down and worships 
at the feet of the angel. Uh, an angel of the Lord would have said, not do that. Stop doing that. That's and we right. see that in scripture many times. Right. Angels, men would worship, would start worshiping angels, and the angels would say, whoa, hey, hold Knock on. It off. That's not for me. Don't do that to Knock me. Knock it off. Right? That's right. That only is reserved for the Lord. Well, this angel doesn't stop Joshua. That's right. This angel allows the worship to go forward. That's right. Which means it has to be Christ. Right. So Jesus literally is saying to Joshua, Joshua, you need to go into Jericho and destroy every living thing. That's right. And then we see capital punishment happen shortly afterwards in Achan's sin. That's right. Right? And so you see not only right there in that one passage of scripture, you see just war, okay, mm -hmm. carried out, and you see just capital punishment carried out. Now, what did Achan do? He, he hid... What he did is he, he turns around and he takes some robes, he takes some bars of gold, and and when he takes that stuff, the, the reason that, that was such a big deal is because they were told that every single thing that came out of Jericho was dedicated to the Lord. And that's, a, that's super important because um, it gives us the concept of the tithe. They're going to go into 10 cities that they're going to conquer. Which one was Jericho? Number one. It's number one. And, and so everything was to be dedicated over to the Lord. He takes just a little bit of stuff, some robes and some bars of gold, and he hides it. So when they go up against the next city, they lose like 30-some guys. I can't remember the exact number. But there's, there's, there's a... Husbands that don't come home to their wives and children. And it was a much smaller city than Jericho. They should have been able to wipe it out, no problem. But instead what happens is it, it, it all goes to pot because this guy has taken it and hidden it and it is to find out who has done wrong here, who, who messed this thing up. So they go looking and it comes out to be this particular man and they're sold. And Joshua says, confess what you did, my son. What did you do? And he tells him. And when he tells him, he gives it back. God's wrath is satisfied, right? And then they say, you have to die for this. <laughs> Eesh, I gave it back, man. But not only did they kill Achan, they killed Achan's family. Mm -hmm. I mean, so think about that. Because they knew he stole it. Yes. They were all a part of it. So there was capital punishment, not even just for the, the person who took it, but for the accomplices. And that's and that right there is a story of just war, capital punishment. Thou shalt not kill does not mean thou shalt not kill. It means thou shalt not murder. That's the that's right. the original context. And so often, especially in the United States, we have, you know, I think one of the greatest things about the United States is that we're compassionate. We 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 recognize human rights. We recognize this idea that that humans are valuable mm -hmm. and have an, an, a just a tremendous value in the eyes of of creation. But then we turn around, and again, you're, we'll, we'll destroy the, the baby in the womb. So we speak out of both sides of our mouths. But, but if we go down this path where we say, oh, my gosh, we're, we can't kill Aiken and his family because they gave it back. Let them have, like, the, everything's made right now. Well, in God's eyes, it's like, man, there was a, there's going to be a lack of value that's placed on what is right if you allow these people to get away. To your point about if the governor would just come out and just say, hey, we're we're gonna and we're gonna all these criminals on life on death row, 
we're going to kill him. And uh, we're going to kill him today. How many more, how many more crimes, you know, serious crimes do you think would be committed if we knew that our governor was a governor one where every few months he might say, hey, we're going to end everybody on death row right now. Well, and, and look at how execution was done in the Bible. Oh, yeah. It was done in public. Yeah. Right in stoning, you, you took yeah. them. Yeah, you took them outside the city gate. Yep. This was done in a very, very yeah. public format, and the community in stoning. What are you doing? They're participating. Yeah, in saying this is not okay with us. Yeah, right. That is a you thought. Think about that. So you know, I guess maybe to my example, you know, if you did have a governor who said I'm going to off all these people on the same day, yeah, you would televise it, right? You yeah. would make it so that everybody it'd be hangings. Yeah. yeah, whatever it was, yeah. right? Do you ever see the movie The Green Mile? Uh, yeah, a long time ago. Okay, long yeah. time. Big guy. So, yeah, 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 big yeah, black yeah. guy, yeah. But, and, and I'm not meaning to get off into the story, but there's a process that they went through to make sure that it was humanely done. There, and I think that, and you know, the chaplain is involved, right? It's not that we hate the person yeah. that we're that 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 you have to carry out yeah. the capital punishment on, it's that you you even you're even trying to redeem that person before it's yeah. too late. Well, because we know as Christians that this isn't the end. This is not the end. That's for right. You. You're going to see your maker. Yeah. There's a there's a this awesome clip in a Clint Eastwood movie where Clint Eastwood goes around as a bounty hunter and he 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 gets all these guys together. He has to bring this guy in. The guy's got he he got drunk, and and then he killed somebody when he was drunk. And so he gets up on the on the gallows and he he wants a chance to say what he did. And he talks about, don't do what my life did. Hmm. He goes, Don't go near alcohol. Hmm. He said, This is this, this, I made a terrible choice during this thing. I'm responsible. I'm gonna meet my maker. And he goes, Let my life be a warning to you, you know? And I think that's, it was a powerful scene. That is what capital punishment is supposed to do. Mm -hmm. You know, whenever you go about, like, you want to see these people be able to, to come to a, a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Because we don't want to throw away your soul. Your soul yeah. actually, your, your, your spirit lives forever. Yeah. We want you to be with God. But you still have to pay your debt to the society and in and there's something about capital punishment. What it does is it satisfies that blood offense. Mm -hmm. Well, and and I've thought about it this way too. You know, the blood of Christ it covers us as individuals, but there's something that is that that societies, nations, churches. You know, a nation does not accept Jesus into its heart as a nation. A government does not do that, right? Mm -hmm. So there still has to be this. There still has to be the debt that has to be paid somehow for a nation, mm -hmm. society or a church, right? Like it, these entities, they're still entities and they, they need to, they need to operate in the right way. And when there's, when there's sin that happens, you can't just say, Hey, let the blood of Jesus cover the sin of a nation. I, I look at the civil war. One of the things about the civil war that I think was, was what, what was happening there was the blood of men of this nation were paying for the original sin That's of slavery. That's right. 700,000 yeah. men. So, so we have the sin of slavery being paid for. Jesus's blood covers us. He paid our debt individually. He did not pay our debt as a nation. 
All right. There's going to be, there's going to be consequences for that. And I think in this process, as we work this, as we work our way through as a society, we're, we're saying, Hey, we've got to uphold rightness. And if we don't, if, if there's not blood, there's the debt cannot be paid. I love in the Hatfield and McCoy's, the mini series that history channel. Oh, yeah. Did. And, and there's this, there's a scene where Paul Hatfield and I forget, you know, uh, he, he's walking over to the McCoy boys, you know, he's like, you boys know what you've done here today. You know why this is happening? He basically is saying, and they don't de- they don't deny they right. they killed a Hatfield, they killed multiple Hatfields, yeah. right? There's this feud going on. Mm-hmm. They don't deny it. They're crying, and they're like they know they're going to die. And I thought it was interesting. He said, "You boys know what you've done here today," and he and they kind of like acknowledge that. He says, "Pray to your Maker. We're gonna we're gonna give you we're gonna give you a set before we shoot you." And they're they're tied up to the trees, the and trees. they're and the the fire and there's squad. a sheriff there. There's a sheriff. Yeah, yeah. Yep. There's a sheriff there and everything. And and he says, but. We, even though we're we're enemies right now, we want to give you a chance to get your, get right with God because we know that this isn't the end. Right, and and so there's this the, that to me was kind of a powerful clip where it was just kind of like they were these boys were paying for their sin. They killed they killed an innocent an innocent victim, which was I think one of the I think the brother right yeah, was was yeah. dating one of the it was girls. A good series. It was a great series. The the, um, the thing about capital punishment that is also it really fits that. Um, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, I will repay. Because some people say, well, then just let God kill him. Okay, well, God uses an earthly system mm-hmm. uh, that, that, that government that he set up to do it. So somebody takes someone's life that's dear to us. We don't just run out and go kill that person back. It's not a revenge killing. Mm-hmm. It is a due process killing. Mm-hmm. It is that they got every opportunity according you know we were uh i'm not sure if we had 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 mentioned this whenever the sheriff was here but the threshold in america favors a lawbreaker yeah why because we don't want an innocent man to die for for something he didn't do which is why the threshold is so low yeah all you have to do is prove reasonable, reasonable, reasonable doubt. doubt. That's yeah. it. That's all you have to do yeah. because our founders wanted, we would rather let a hundred guilty go free than one innocent man die yeah. when, when he shouldn't have died. And that was Ben Franklin said that. Yeah, yeah. Ben Franklin. So the, the concept here is that in capital punishment, you can't take it into your own hands. Yeah. You give it over to the society, institution that the God created. God created. So by that by that argument, God is carrying out vengeance. He says, "Vengeance is mine," saith exactly. the Lord. Exactly. He's carrying out justice because he's saying, "Hey, I'm using the institution I created exactly. to do this." Yes. And when you do that, you are giving it to me, mm-hmm. and 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 I want to see that what when my people do yeah. what they're actually supposed to do. Yeah then they will deal and you will get justice. And this is why the chaplaincy is so valuable it and important is. because we don't want to say to the the convict on death row you're you're not loved. No, you are loved. You're going to pay capital the capital price, the debt that has to be fulfilled. But just like the thief on the right, Jesus is going to redeem you. And man, if you can get into that death row cell and and say, "Hey, come to know Jesus." Just like the thief on the right, you're gonna you're gonna die here. But today, you can be in paradise with 
the Lord. Think about this for, for the death row inmates. Like if anyone, not to say that they're listening to this, but if anyone somehow gets this and they're on death row, the day of your execution could be the greatest day of your existence because that's the day you would step into paradise with Jesus himself, right? Yeah, really and, su- submitting to, to what his, God put in his authority into his will. Yeah. Okay, you were out of his will. You broke his law. You you did not value the life that God created. Now you've come into submission, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And you're saying, I'm not even going to fight this process. Yeah. You do apologize to those family members yeah. that you've done this for. And your life serves in ex- as an example to say, don't go the way I went. Yeah. And then society... You know, I, I think there's just so much righteousness yeah. in that whole picture. What's not righteous is letting people rot in jail, pay a, a, a ton for, for tax dollar money, yeah. right? Say nobody gets real justice, yeah. right? Yeah. And and we haven't followed God's law yeah. and then somehow think that we're on some kind of spiritual high horse. Yeah. We're smarter than God. Yeah. We're more merciful than God. Yeah. How is letting someone sit in a jail cell for 60 years and rot merciful? If you can win that person to the Lord, the execution is carried out in a matter of a a few months, a year, whatever it might be. You've now carried out God's justice and that person is not sitting in a jail cell. They're in the presence of the Lord, potentially, if they've given their lives over to Christ in in paradise, like the thief on the right. You know what I mean? I I went to China uh, a couple years ago. And, and, you know, this communist China, I don't want to live in communism, but one thing that they do is because it's a shame honor culture, mm-hmm. um, as Americans coming to China, if anything would happen to us, it would be a national shame upon the people of China. That's regardless of communism, that's how they would have looked at it because we were guests and protected it within their country if something were to happen to us if there is a capital offense and i'm you know i i want to live under freedom i don't think everything should be capital offenses but there should be capital offenses if there are cap if there was a capital offense i can't remember mike whether it was it was six days or six hours but that's how quickly you were dead wow in china Wow. And you could take a nine-year-old little girl, let her walk anywhere she wanted to in China, and she was safe. Wow. Their their uh you know, their crime rate is enormously low. And I think it's not because um they have a better system of <laughs> communism versus a free market system. That's not what I think yeah. at all. I think it's how they punish they they how they punish Wrongdoers, yeah. yeah. They've uh, they've probably blindly and accidentally stepped into one of God's truths. You know what I mean? So even yeah. a con- they don't believe, you know, Communist Party of China, they're not, they don't believe in the Bible. They don't believe in, they they persecute Christians, right? Right. But they've, that, that goes to show you the power of God's truths, whether you're a believer or not. If you step into a truth, whether on purpose or accidentally, there's going to be blessing from that truth. So even communist China is experiencing some form of God's blessing because they've carried out a truth in God's world, which is 
capital punishment, there's a place for it, and if done correctly, it can eliminate or much or very much almost eradicate crime. And you see crime-ridden cities across our nation it's right now. Huge. And you, the reason is, and most of them are Democrat-run cities. I mean, it's all inner cities. It's because they've done the opposite of God's truth. They've said, no, 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 no. It's not so much the criminal, it's the system. And Reagan said, we've got to stop, pun whenever there's a lawbreaker, we've got to stop blaming society and start blaming the lawbreaker is what he, he, he saw this back in the 80s. This was happening. This was commonplace. Absolutely. And so, so we've gotten to this place in Chicago. I mean, Mayor Lightfoot, she apologizes for criminals. She blames it on, she blames it on guns from Indiana. Oh, no, no, no. It's not our criminals that are breaking the law. It's the guns from Indiana that they can go and buy. And then they come over here and do all the wicked things that they do. It's like, That's lady. That's why there's obesity because <laughs> there's forks out there. That's right. You know, it's, it's, right. it's the most ridiculous yeah. thing. Where, when will people take personal responsibility yeah. for for their lives and when are we going to see like you know uh, the the funny thing about everybody carrying carrying guns you tend to treat people a little bit more civilly <laughs> when there's a gun yeah i mean even take crime against women yeah you know it goes down whenever there's concealed carry laws yeah. in effect because here's here's what you you have to acknowledge a girl's gun could kill you just as well as a guy's gun. That's <laughs> true. You know? It, and it'll look prettier doing it. Yeah. I don't care if it's pink. <laughs> it'll put you six feet under if you don't, you know. So so the point is, if you want to live in a civil society, there has to be punishment for crime. Yeah. And, and to say that we are not going to do that because we are so merciful it's ridiculous. If we are holier than God, we got a problem, yeah. right? Yeah. It's not real holiness. It's an arrogance yeah. in truth yeah. because we think we're more intelligent. Amen. That's true. That's true. Well, on that note, you know, we're going to let you go, but thank you uh, for this conversation. Hey, make Nathan. sure you like us Yes. Uh, on where, whatever uh, platform you're listening to us. Make sure you give us a like and tell your uh, friends, tell your friends, subscribe, give us a five star rating, share, subscribe, all that. Yeah. Jazz, yeah. Right? That's good. And uh, get the word out. Yeah, absolutely. So thanks for tuning in. This has been Jesus, sex and politics. I'm Micah. I'm Nathan. We talk about all the things culture doesn't want to talk about. That will actually scare you. <laughs> all right. We'll see you next time. See you later.